Welcome to Last Saturday Night with Jamie. Yay, today is my first official episode. I'm coming to you with some history, some fun things, a little music trivia, and it's, it should be a good time. Today I will be talking about Saturday Night Live episodes from season one, episodes 11 and 12. They occurred at the end of January 1976. My mommy was Prego with yours moi. So yeah, this is this was a little trippy for me. So sit back and let's get the show started. Each episode is going to begin with the more serious topics that were discussed on Saturday Night Live. For this episode, we're going to be talking about the Hyde Amendment. For those who don't know, the Hyde Amendment limits federal funds for abortions except for cases where the mother's life is in danger. In some years, it is also covered incest and rape. Now we all know that the denial of medical services, including reproductive health services that only certain people need is discrimination. But what's a little discrimination to the United States government? But Jamie, does the Hyde Amendment even still matter now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned? I'll tell you. Yes, it does still matter, and I'll tell you why. Currently, 17 states have a policy to use their own Medicaid funds to pay for abortions beyond the Hyde Amendment requirements, and an estimated 20% of abortions are paid through Medicaid. As of 2021, 16 states use their own state funds to pay for elective abortions and similar services, exceeding the federal requirements. So this means that if you're in a state that still allows abortions in just normal cases, and especially for low-income women, you want to make sure that the Hyde Amendment is not being used in your state, or you may not be able to get the abortion if, if you can't afford it. But some states are still trying to help with that and override the federal government and use their own state Medicaid money to take care of it. There are facts and there are opinions about abortion. Right now, the facts are people are going to have abortions and they're going to have them all the time, regardless of laws. Making laws that restrict access to abortions makes them less safe. Almost every death or injury that has occurred from abortion is preventable. And it also prevents doctors from doing basic care. We've already started hearing about the stories that about doctors having to wait and speak to their lawyers or, or literally wait until a woman has lost so much blood that they feel that they can actually go in and keep their license and hopefully still save their life. This is maddening to me. This is my opinion right now. I just think it's crazy that there are people out there who are so concerned about what someone else does with their body. And I will never, ever in my life understand that. So whatever you need to do in your own state, please do what you can to help those who may need help in situations like this. Donate, call, call your senator, call your reps, if those things even still work now. Um, It's just that 
I want you guys to understand that this show will be discussing topics that has literally happened in my lifetime. So this Hyde Amendment was made 40 something years ago and it is still in effect now and it is still hurting and harming people in 2022. Just some facts about the Henry Hyde, who the Hyde Amendment is named after. He is the representative from Illinois who brought this fourth into Congress. He is, of course, a philanderer. He has been accused of lying under oath. He was so far has been the only Congress person to be sued for savings and loan. He was able to get off, of course. So th- this is this is what <laughs> it, it just baffles me that the hypocrisy that we get from our politicians to the laws, our amendments, our acts that they try to put on the American people, their own very weird set of morals that they think the rest of the country should be held to when they don't even follow their own moral compass. So um, that that's was it for right now for the Hyde Amendment. I think they're going to be speaking about the Hyde Amendment pretty much this entire season, so I may touch base back on it. There was also a skit that they did with Garrett Morris in episode 11, where he is a black patient undergoing an operation, and there's four doctors around him, and no one is listening to him or actually looking at his body to determine what needs to be done for him. So again, this is another example of Saturday Night Live understanding something that was happening in this country that not too many understood. And they spoke about it in 1976. So it also (laughs) infuriates me now when, when you talk to people about things about implicit bias and race training and and right to choose and and anything that may be going on with a person and everyone acts like everything is new it is not new these are the issues that have been going on for years centuries since the the dawn of time but but we want to act like everything is new and it's just not it's recycled it's brought right back around again because we don't deal with it when it's time to deal with it. And everybody and their mama is in a therapy or at least reading Nedra on Instagram. So you know that if something keeps popping back up in your life, maybe you need to deal with it. And this country has a lot to deal with. So now we are moving on to the more weird, absurd, downright a little tasteless news from those two episodes. The first one is a a little interesting. Um, They were making jokes in reference to this book called The Total Woman. So you know, of course, I looked it up. It is a book written by Maribel Morgan, and she gave seminars on this in 19 in the 1970s two hours for $15 the four basic ideas that she promotes is that you need to ignore the mistakes of your husband you need to admire him physically you need to appreciate him 
And you need to understand that the husband is king and the wife is queen. This woman sold more than 10 million copies of this book at the time and made quite quite an impression apparently on the Miami Dolphins wives for whatever reason I couldn't quite understand why but it's basically rooted in evangelical Christianity about the the man's the head of the house the the wife is submissive underneath him and we've all seen or if you haven't seen Mad Men about how you know how Betty lived and just how the women of the 40s and 50s and 60s lived. Now, we all know, of course, that a lot of them were not happy living that way. It was circumstances, downright laws, keeping women in certain positions and stations in this country. And I think that in some aspects, it's trying to go back there now. But the resistance is really, really strong. And, and I just, I hope we don't lose any of the ground we've already made as women. And we also need to understand that it's not just men enforcing these archaic morals on us. It's also women. So um, I, I'm not really reading the book, but if there is someone who would like to read it, I have a copy of it for you if you want to reach out to me. This next little piece of news is tasteless to me. I can't get a read on how it went over in the 70s by my searches, but this is how Chevy Chase ended one of his weekend updates segments. He said, well, the popular TV personality known as Professor Backward was slain in Atlanta yesterday by three masked gunmen. According to reports, neighbors ignored the professor's cries of play, play. Now, I went to look this up because the audience, a couple of them like chuckled and snickered, but it wasn't, you know, a full on laugh. But I looked it up and Chevy Chase did this joke two days after this man was slain in his home in College Park, Georgia, after an attempted robbery. The masked men came in requesting $5,000. He instead wrote them a check for $300. And he was then shot in his head three times. And two days later, Chevy Chase makes this joke. Apparently, Professor Backward appeared on this Ed Sullivan show, Johnny Carson's Tonight Show. He was just a known comedian and he had a talent of being able to speak backwards. And, you know, I just, I, I couldn't believe that this joke actually aired. I, I thought it was tasteless. But, um, that was one of the more absurd things that happened. Another absurd thing that Garrett Morris says he is still to this day being approached about was he did a skit entitled Death Row Follies. His part in it was he played a prisoner 
that came in and sang a song called Hate Whitey, Kill Whitey. And he said it was because at that time, that is the syndrome he had. And it was the funniest song. And and I'm going to see if I can figure out how to clip it here. said to this day the people who approach him the most about this song are white people and he cannot understand why but um if you don't know who garrett morris is he's legendary for all the um people who are just now discovering martin he played martin's boss at the radio station um he was on saturday night live at the very beginning for the first five seasons before eddie murphy um garrett morris was the first black player for Saturday Night Live and he was exceptional. Every time he came on screen, I knew I was going to laugh. So that is the end of this segment for the absurd, weird and downright tasteless news of Saturday Night Live. So now let's get into the musical guest. Neil Sedaka and Jimmy Cliff were the musical guests for these two episodes. Neil Sedaka he is an American pop singer, a pianist, a composer, songwriter, and a record producer. He has sold millions of records as a performer and has written or co-written over 500 songs for himself. The songs he sang on Saturday Night Live were Lonely Nights, which became a hit for Captain Antonio in the 80s, and Breaking Up is Hard to Do. Now, when I heard Breaking Up is Hard to Do, I said, huh, that song sounds very familiar. Where could I possibly have heard it before? And I did a little digging and found out where I heard this song before. Yes, that is Emily Valentine with backup from Donna, Kelly, and Brenda from the hit show, 90210, Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, Emily Valentine came on the show and caused quite a ruckus, but I digress. I just thought that was funny. Also, another fun fact about that, none of those women sang during that. Those were session singers and they lip synced it on the show. The next guest was Jimmy Cliff. He is a Jamaican ska, rock steady, reggae, and soul musician. He's also a multi-instrumentalist, a singer, and an actor. 
He is the only living reggae musician to hold the Order of Merit, the highest honor that can be granted by the Jamaican government for achievements in the arts and sciences. Jimmy Cliff sang The Harder They Come, Many Rivers to Cross, and Wajaka Man. The Harder They Come is a song that was made for the movie entitled The Harder They Come. Apparently this is a very popular movie in Jamaica. The soundtrack was huge. It was said to bring reggae to the world and it was just a very successful movie and for Jamaica and Jimmy Cliff. The movie is actually streaming on Apple TV and YouTube if you want to check it out. He also did Many Rivers to Cross and there are so many covers of the song. UB40, Olita Adams, Linda Rodstadt, and Annie Lennox are just some of the artists who have covered this song. Now, Wajaka Man is not available on Spotify, but you can you can get a listen to it on YouTube, and it is a really cool song. If, if you're not sure who Jimmy Cliff is, he actually did a cover of the song I Can See Clearly Now, and it is the more popular version than the Johnny Nash original version. But I know you know the song, I can see clearly now, I am not going to assault your ears. And he also saying you can get it if you really want. It was great that Saturday Night Live at its inception was showcasing different types of musical guests. I mean, you go from Neil Sedaka one week to Jimmy Cliff the next week, and he sang three songs. So it's, it's always nice that they have been a platform for all different types of artists. They've never just shown one type of music and it's been great. So guys, I think this is the end of my very, very first episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I would like for you to subscribe and our review or do both preferably. I'm on Spotify, I'm on Amazon and I'm on Apple. I really appreciate it. And again, if you have criticism, couch it for me. Tell me I'm great. Give me the criticism and then tell me I'm great again. So thank you for listening. This is Last Saturday Night with Jamie. Have a good day or night or morning. 